It's a great time to be alive, but it should be better. We have two dragon shows going head-to-head -head right now, but no one that I work with is talking about them, and I hate that because I love dragons. Everyone loves dragons. Every culture in every country in the world agrees on one thing, and that's that dragons used to exist, and it would be awesome if they still did. It may surprise you to hear this, but there's not many things in the world that everyone can agree on, but our stories do tend to agree with each other. Every culture has a story about a great flood which changed the course of early civilization, and every culture has a story about how if big lizards breathe fire, it would rock. Every culture on Earth is correct. We are all so correct about dragons, in fact, that in 2022, the year of our Lord, we have two dragon shows competing head-to-head, -head, and no one I work with cares about them. Which feels like a cultural anomaly to me. It's so strange that I think it's a lie, you know? It's the explanations that they give me that are suspicious. Every day I walk up to my coworkers, I say, Hello, have you watched the dragon shows yet? And they'll say things like, oh, I, I'm sorry, I don't have time for the dragon shows, you know. I don't have time for dragons. Too much to do in the real world. And there's an air of satisfaction in that type of a reply that I think is misplaced. What the fuck is going on in your life that is more interesting than swords and dragons and incest titties? There's nothing. I see a life, you go to work, you get yelled at by your boss, you go home, you yell at your wife, and then you crawl into the bathroom and yank it to incest porn. Incest is kind of back. Is that George R. R. Martin? You know? George R. R. Martin and, and like the stepmother phenomenon have really done incredible things for incest. It is making a comeback. Every time I open my phone, I feel like there's incest getting exposed in, in popular culture, hip-hop, the NBA, New Jersey. I hear the people at my restaurant talk about incest more than dragons, and I think that's sad. Sorry. Incest should be an avenue towards dragons, not its own side street. People think that George Martin put incest in those books to be period accurate. George Martin put incest in those books because he's from Bayonne, New Jersey. He put an RR in his name and tricked you that he's fancy. I'm not impressed. I saw a hilarious tweet about that yesterday. George Martin, not incest. I'm going to find it. Okay, this is, this is from Benjamin Crew 1. Harry Potter lore. Pheromona pound cake. Prepared pies most peculiarly. Used slaves. Game of Thrones lore. Tamugulus slept with his sister Rarley, who birthed his stepdad, Lord Bum. Lord of the Rings lore. Turnplaff, previously known as Ordog, once spent 400 years smoking weed. That's awesome. I would watch the new Lord of the Rings dragon show if it was like that. I don't even know if the Lord of the Rings dragon show has dragons in it. I'll never know. Because I know that it doesn't have Gollum in it, and I don't like shit that doesn't have Gollum in it. I love Gollum. If I was George Martin, I would put Gollum in my new show just because I know that the Lord of the Rings people can't. That would be very Bayonne of him. And I guess he sort of did. You know, they do have that... House of Dragon has a slippery little fellow of its own. He's the one, like, 
whispering in the, the ear of the queen. He's crippled, so you know that he's evil. He's got the most fucked up little foot you've ever seen in your life. And he's in defeat, too, which, so you, you know, so you know he's evil. But he's a schemer. And that's where the similarities stop. That's very un-Gollum. Gollum is not a schemer. He leads with his heart. And you can see his little heart through his gray-ass skin. I mean, it's still early in House of Dragon. Lord Littlefoot may prove to lead with his heart, but, it, but, it, but he seems like a guy with a game plan, you know? He's been all about the queen, but then in last night's episode, he was talking to her dad, and her dad was like, hey, you've been all about the queen. And he was like, I can think of no reason why I can't be all about you. But then in the next scene, he's yanking it to her little ass feet. It's like, I could think of two reasons. Size sixes. That was nutty. That wasn't TV, that was HBO. It's not every day you see a man reach gingerly into his robin's egg cloak for a silent stroke. The world hasn't seen that kind of shit since back when it was going on, you know? The last person to do that was probably Judas. I bet Judas loved the silent stroke, reading his old scrolls from his stepsister, just smug as shit, knowing Jesus would forgive him right after. I say all this to say Tolkien really hit it on the head with Gollum, you know? So few writers would roll the dice on Gollum. That's why I love Tolkien. You got a guy there who wrote the most ambitious fantasy narrative of all time. It's a culture-defining epic. But he still had the guts or the wherewithal to just dirty his saga with a wretched, you know, like, depraved little goblin who's just jonesing for jewelry. It's like if Paul was writing the New Testament and in the middle of telling his beautiful awe-inspiring story about Christ feeding the multitude with one loaf of bread. He was like, and there was also this little nasty ass who weighed about 20 pounds soaking wet, skin grayer than shit, and he said, no bread for me, I want to eat fish. I'd read that book if it was like that. Tolkien got a lot right. He walked up to his publisher, holding a book that was heavier than him, He's told him it's got dragons, wizards, and a six-foot-eight warrior king who returns his family to glory. Publishers said, cool, is that the main character? He said, no way. The main character's about four feet tall even, and him and his boy go on a walk for three years just getting high as a bitch. <laughs> and the publisher was like, okay, cool. You know, few notes. Maybe we stick with the warrior king, use four-foot Frodo as a kind of spiritual compass for his adventure. And Tolkien's like, oh, you want to hear about the spiritual compass? I could talk about him for days. He's about three feet tall, with a hunch, slimy like you wouldn't believe, skin gray like you wouldn't believe. He's got four hairs on his head and far fewer teeth. And he's trying to kill the little four-foot fuckers for their whole walk till the very end when the primary four-foot fucker succumbs to evil incarnate. And then three-foot Gollum becomes the inadvertent savior of good on earth. And then the publisher shook his hand. 
and J-R-R-R-R-R token, walked out of that office and smoked weed for 400 years. So yes, those are the two dragon shows which you can currently enjoy on television, but come Halloween, you will be able to enjoy my new special, Werewolf Golfer, which features the voice talents of the one and only Minute Hour. I hope that you have time for it. Peace and love, and a happy, happy Halloween.